podcast and I'm ready to have a good time and you know probably have some banter but overall pleasant good conversation today I came here to fight with you oh shit <laughs> I came here to, I man, came man, here man, I've been ready to punch your ass let's go come on I've been, been about ready to beat the, the, the brakes off your shit Come on, come on. <laughs> I came Don't here. Don't make me channel Chris Brown on your ass, nigga. Let's go. I bet, I, you know I love me some Chris Breezy. Yeah, okay. I came here because you had something to say earlier this week. Okay, and so I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, and I came here to fight get, you about it. <laughs> before we get into it, um, <clears throat> are we just going to get right into it? Fuck a warm up. Um, just a tad. Fuck a warm up, nigga. So we gonna get right into it. Ride along podcast. My girl trying to get her ass beat with two A's. No, you're trying to get your ass beat. All right, all right. Let's go. Oh, hold on. Before I do that, I need to. In the words of your own self, domestic violence is on the way. Domestic violence on the way, but you gonna take the L. No, no. It goes both ways. It goes both ways. All right, motherfucker. I'm about to Jake Paul you, man. You're Jake Paul. I'm Mike Tyson. No, Mike Tyson's the one he didn't do yet. Wait, no. Mike Tyson. No. Who's the guy he's doing next time? Floyd Mayweather. Floyd. That's Logan Paul. Oh, yeah, Logan, whatever. Who's his brother? Yeah, his brother. God damn it. I, that, it just pisses me off that they're even allowed to do that. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't know you could it just pisses me be off. pros, you know? I, like, I hate that they're able to just fight Floyd Mayweather. Like, something about that makes me angry inside. Yeah, look at all the boxers that's been boxing their whole life trying to fucking get in the ring with these niggas. That's what I'm saying. And, uh, <laughs> and This is how just... all the models felt when Kendall Jenner became the highest paid model in the world. Yeah, this is like, bitch. <laughs> it's like... Like, you don't just learn to be there. You literally Why just woke up. It was that's how that's how that's how comedians feel, bro. They just they just feel like that's that's pretty much how you be, become a comedian. You just wake up. I'm a comedian now. <laughs> that's, 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 that's it. Yeah, but it, it it's no, different. It it's no different if like, like that. it's different if you go from being like, oh, I'm a comedian now, and you work in. You know, get, get your jokes together, get your funniness up, whatever. Or somebody who's not a comedian is like, I'm a comedian now, and then they're headlining the fucking Fox Theater. And you're like, why are you there? That, that happens every now and then. Uh, that 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 does happen every now and then. With like, the, good uh, for them, I guess. I shouldn't hate. I think I feel like things, uh, but fuck. It pisses me off when I see Logan mm-hmm. Paul fighting Floyd Mayweather. I just. I want to kick him myself. Like, if Floyd Mayweather were the weather, so money. I can't hungry. wait to watch Floyd Mayweather beat the shit out of him, like he's supposed to do, because he doesn't stand a chance. Like, what if I, he lose? You know that's gonna be his. Gonna. You know that's gonna be his first There's loss no of his. Uh, There's no way Logan his... Paul is not gonna fucking die. 
The only you think he's ever had anybody punch him like Floyd Mayweather. The only reason um, I don't think Floyd Mayweather is going to be allowed to actually hit but him. But Floyd Mayweather is a little nigga. Jake or Logan Paul like six one. Okay, that's why there's weight Let classes me say this in one boxing. More time. Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> <laughs> you do I got don't a give name. a fuck. I, you Floyd. know I you know I met that nigga right at the strip club. I want to be at. Yeah, I fucking yeah. In Vegas. I didn't meet him, but I just shook his hand. Yeah. It was it was kind of one of those like you know yeah, how you motherfuckers shook a fucking you shook a lethal weapon. I shook a lethal. I shook a yeah. Like I might as well shook an AK forty seven. These are legalized weapons on his hands, but like me shaking his hand was like. Uh, like, you know how, like, at the basketball game when they come out the tunnel and everybody reached their hand out? Yeah, it was just like a little... Yeah, little it, was, it was... No, he he, 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 curled, he curled the knuckles. Clasped. Yeah, he clasped, kind of looked me in the face a little bit. You know, we made eye contact. Okay. That's about as much. That's about the conversation I had was, hey, I know who Floyd Mayweather is, and I'm just a fucking... To you, I'm just fucking... Mm-hmm. I'll never forget this. Right. You didn't remember that... that five seconds later like you know is there anybody famous that you've like met and you like regretted not saying anything to them or do you regret saying something to them like any of your interactions with a famous person the only weird interaction i feel like i've had with a celebrity was when i met andrew schultz when we was in new york oh yeah you went to the bathroom when he was like out there or whatever yeah, I went to the bathroom and then I said what up to him. I shook, I shook his hand, but I, but that's when I couldn't really walk that well. Yeah. So I almost like fell into him. Yeah. And so he was like, "Oh, whoa, careful, buddy!" <laughs> and I was like super embarrassed. He didn't really seem but like you he like cared. don't want to like in- explain the whole situation. You know? Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm sitting here. He's with his, he's with his, who's now his fiance. Oh, really? But yeah, yeah but his, uh, but but yeah, I, that was kind of embarrassing. Um. I can tell you when I met a celebrity and I like wasn't impressed with him at all. Who? Russell Simmons. You know who I that is? I can see why you wouldn't be impressed. Yeah, Ron's like, house. <laughs> yeah, Russell Simmons is a big fucking deal in the music industry. How could you take him seriously when the only mental image I have of him is him in a bathtub texting on his phone? Oh, I, <laughs> <laughs> that's like I didn't watch Ron's house seriously. So I didn't watch. Okay, Ru- after every episode, he'd be sitting in his fucking bathtub typing on his phone like a memoir of yeah. the show or something. I don't remember what he was typing, but I just didn't take him seriously because he was because <laughs> he was selling them bogus ass uh, debit cards. And he then, was. Yeah. Yeah, he had the shit called the rush car. You ain't hear about that? No. And then, like, somehow he owed, like, a shit to... I, he owed so many people money. Like, he was just Damn. ripping people off. I don't remember what the story was. He but a scammer. He, he's, pretty much a, he's pretty much a professional scammer. And, like... Uh, and and I met him at this like this like conference when I was still trying to be uh, corporate. Yeah. And... Um, Why was he there? He was like this keynote speaker type shit. But my dad... So, okay. <laughs> they so, were inspiring you how to become a scammer too? <laughs> pretty much. Quick, so quick, so, so quick, quick story. My dad... Um, my dad started, my dad and a few other people, kind of like the independent comedy club started, uh, this thing called national sales network, right? Mm-hmm. Which is, and it's, it's a big national thing, right? But it's pretty much like for the advancement of like black people in corporate America kind of type shit, right? Cool. It's a big national, it's this big national thing now. They started it and caught him and like four other people. That's and cool. like, so, um, and so pretty much they had this, they, they, they do this like yearly conference in a different place i think if if i'm i might be butchering this but the only person that'll tell me this is my dad and probably nobody else cares but they do this little conference and uh this one was in chicago right and i was still trying to be corporate my dad's like a high up at that place so i'm like okay uh, i'm gonna gonna get a job easy and i pretty much got a job easy right and fucking um 
and Russell Simmons was the keynote speaker at this thing. But since my dad's like one of the higher ups in the shit, obviously he can, he can he can he can like yeah, I can get a backstage passes for 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 corporate America. Mm-hmm. See, like if I work corporate, my dad would be like if I was like uh, Peyton Manning's son or something. Yeah. Like if I was if I was like Kobe's daughter, he'd be so proud. Yeah, like I like like sitting. He'd be like. My legacy mm, can continue on. Exactly. That's what it'd been like if I went to Morehouse. It, um, like, like I would have been like, you know those, you know those, those, those white kids were like, oh, my dad went to Harvard. I'm legacy. Blah blah blah. Them type of niggas. I could have been like that for Morehouse. Yeah. Like, like, like my dad got a damn scholarship in his name and shit. Like it's like your dad's like a big deal. He's Morehouse. a big. He's a big deal. And so, but I'm here telling jokes and about to beat the shit out of my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> They, they still, you got to let your kids be themselves. Mm-hmm. You and know? dating a white woman. Woo! I'm just playing. <laughs> okay. Um. Anyways, I came here to fight you. Would you like to explain why? Because I know you know. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to explain why. Uh, did I introduce the podcast? No. Let's do it right now. Ride along podcast with two A's. Um, <laughs> that was the way, you're like, let's just get it over with. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> y'all, y'all, so y'all, 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 we got 42 listens on this bitch that we about averaging. Uh, if you guys want to help us get more averages, tell your friends about it. The ride along podcast. Make sure they put them two A's in the search engine. Emily Cole, the L O M L, but not today. And then uh, 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 myself. Uh, Evan Jamal Watson, aka White Claw Watson, aka uh, uh, Clizzy Shouty, aka, AKA Wide Asleep, aka Wide Asleep, aka Dirk No Watson, aka uh, 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 I'm up. White Claw Watson, aka oh. Scoop Watson, my rap name back in the day. Scott Storch. Or what, oh, Watt Storch, aka Watt Storch, aka King Jamal 31, my AOL. Uh, <laughs> King Jamal 31. <laughs> King Jamal 31, baby. That's I the funniest shit. King Jamal 31, baby. I feel like I told you that already. Yeah, My but AOL it, it screaming. just made me laugh again. Um, <laughs> yeah, nigga, we out here saying... Wait, uh, why was it 31? Was that your number or something? And uh, my freshman... Was that freshman year or was that eighth grade? That was freshman year basketball. I wore number 31. This is 2005, 2006. Slept on number number thirty one. What number you wear? I fucking remember. I literally have no idea. I think I wore like what number would you wear something? if you was if you was in the league? I what, had a choice. Yeah, you pick any number you want. What number would you rock? I don't really give a fuck. You don't got a number. Come on, you gotta have a number. Mine's no. eleven. My eleven would be my number if I if I had to choose. Because I was born in the 11, you know what I'm saying? So, like, and Dante Culpepper. Shout out to y'all who know who Dante Culpepper is. He used to be my favorite quarterback. Played for the Minnesota Isn't Vikings. 97 a number? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? I picked that one. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Emily want to be a defensive lineman, bro. <laughs> what do you mean? What does that mean? What do you mean? <laughs> Yo, number 97, then. <laughs> What the fuck sport you go? Why ninety seven, bro? You weren't even born in ninety seven. What the what the fuck happened? I just like how it looks. That's the year Insync came out with. uh, (laughs) I just think it's a nice looking number. Like the ninety seven go together really well. Like aesthetically, I fuck with how ninety seven looks. That's the reason I chose it. Yo ass pick. That's what it be, goddamn. Coming off the edge for the Chicago Bears, number ninety-seven, uh, Emily Cole. What's wrong with ninety-seven? The first, the first female <laughs> defensive lineman. Of- 
Yo, what? Why is that me having these Don't nobody want to do what's your favorite number? So usually people say number one, number 10, 24. I couldn't decide uh, between 9 and 7. 17, so just... something. Give me double zero. Give me double zero for 97, nigga. Fuck. I don't get why this is funny. Really Were you doing that for a bit? That was a bit. That was a bit. That was not I your number that you thought of. What? Nobody in your family born in 97. Uh, ben was. Ben was born in 97. Yes, he was. I'm 93. Justin's 95. Ben's 97. Oh, yeah. You're right. Ben is 97. We're all two years apart. <laughs> I don't know. I just was. My girl always wanted to be a defensive tackle. <laughs> Why right? does it mean defensive? Because in football, based on your position, is like the number you can wear. So, oh. like. <clears throat> Because too many niggas on the field, so you gotta like, you gotta like, it's not like this in college. It's kind of like this in college, but like we just got to pick whatever fucking number we want. Yeah, in high school you you can, and in college for the most part, you can. Thirty three or like thirteen, I feel like. Thirty three or thirty. That's the numbers you wore. Something. I feel like there's a three in it. Now don't try to back up from ninety seven. You wanted ninety seven. I want ninety seven, but I feel like I was at something with a three in it. Maybe I was just three. I don't remember. First motherfucker to rock a three digit number with your stupid ass. Uh, So gotta be different out here. So like in football, like so quarterbacks, quarterbacks, and quarterbacks can pretty much. He's ninety seven. Look. Yeah, and look, it's the fat niggas on the team. Look, it's the big, it's the big. You think I can't take him? Niggas will fuck you up. That's the thing. Them niggas is uh three hundred pounds. But they're all muscle. Dog, them motherfuckers is. It's weird because beasts. because this is the thing that I found really weird is even when they're wearing clothes, they kind of look like they got a fucking like fupa and shit. Like they look mm-hmm. like they got a pop. But then they take off their shirt and it's just a muscle fupa. Mm-hmm. It's a muscle I'm, fupa. I'm like, how does that happen? Like they don't look good in clothes even, but they're so muscular. Like, These niggas do got mad muscle fupas out here, bro. Like, how how does, your, it don't make sense. How your fupa got a six pack, bro. That's just, what I'm saying. <laughs> Why does it stick out like that but you got a six pack? It doesn't make sense to me. It's like it looked like a fupa until you punched that motherfucker like, yeah. you broke your head. <laughs> Yeah, these but you see some of their legs. Oh my god! Yeah, they're huge. These their dudes can squat are, like their uh, legs are insane. Some of these niggas are squat like close to a thousand, if not a thousand. I'm not surprised. Yeah, so some especially these because, linemen. I shit, I played at Western with some niggas that's that's pushing a thousand. I'm not surprised because like the most I've ever been able to squat is like 200 pounds, mm-hmm. and that's just me being an average person, no training. You know what I mean? I'm a girl too. Mm-hmm. If I can lift that much, and that's like okay. A guy could I got close to four hundred. Like I was like three. Squatting? Yeah. Damn. Back back in my back in my heyday. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. was I was, but but that's but but that's light compared to niggas I was, you know, playing with. That's what I'm saying. Like, like football players can <laughs> squat like a bitch. Like these niggas these are some like some beast ass niggas. Cause this game is damn near predicated on athletic ability. You probably wondering why I'm in such a good mood. Cause the Bears won today. So that's why I'm True. all hyped today. And we watching football. We're talking about football. We're talking about domestic violence. So that's kind of like football. Let's play football, EJ. Alright. What what one on one? How mm-hmm. the fuck we gonna play football? <laughs> yeah, who are we gonna throw football to? With, <laughs> with one person? I had to throw it and catch you it. To, you have to, yep. <laughs> Just throw it high in the air and then we both gonna go for it. <laughs> Fuck, we go play one on one football. I gotta play up against a bitch that wear number ninety seven. <laughs> you gonna take your ass out? Better QBs wear one through nineteen, right? So what were you then? When I was playing QB, I was fourteen. So, which is not a bad number. I wasn't. I wasn't super. Kingdom mad Jamal. What was it? I was thirty one. That was bad. That was a basketball number. Oh, King, uh, King Jamal. You're not gonna wear thirty. You're gonna look weak as hell if you wear thirty one as a quarterback. But like. So one through nineteen quarterbacks where running backs are like twenty through uh through forty nine, 
Um, receivers. Okay, you don't give a shit. I'm sorry. You think, uh, so today when we were watching the game, mm-hmm. I kept getting confused by the jerseys because they had like very similar colors and you were like halfway through getting confused too. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like when they're playing, they probably are like, wait, which one? Nope. <laughs> or you feel like you know your team so well that you're not going to. Nope. The only time I can see that is if, uh, if, because, because even though we watching it like that, like when you on the field, it's always going to be the whites versus the dark jersey. That's true. But if you play a team whose colors is like. Well, you know what you're wearing. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I, I feel like there's, going, there has been an example which? where you're just like, Ugh, I don't know who. Because, because it's like they're the inverse of each other. So sometimes I'm like, are they the lighter one or the darker one? Mm-hmm. But they're the same thing. But it's some teams, but it's some teams whose dark color is a light color. You know what I mean? Like uh like North Carolina, the Tar Heels. The Tar Heels? The Tar Heels, nigga. The college college sports got weird names. But fucking uh or college. I was gonna say I've never heard of that in my life. Tar Heels, North Carolina Tar Heels. That's where Mitchell Trubisky went. But fucking Of course you did. Yeah. So and that's also where Michael Jordan went. But fucking uh 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 their 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 like main color is like baby blue, like sky blue. Yeah. So I could see like like let's say he was playing a game in the snow. Mm-hmm. And you and you're home. You're North Carolina, and then the other team's white. I can see how you could get niggas confused. Yeah, they, that's a low key an advantage when it's like super snowy. Whoever's the away team, the white team, it's like camouflage. Hmm. So uh, yeah, another pointless football ex- explanation that you didn't give a shit about. <laughs> did you no, you didn't. You just I looked know. me in the eye and said, "When is he gonna be done with this?" <laughs> All right. Did my eyes glaze over a little bit? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell when your eyes glaze over. So. <laughs> All right. So, anyways, why are we here to fight today? So, why are we here to fight? Because we were supposed to talk about this ten minutes ago. I'm not uh, here to make <clears throat> peace with you anymore on this All right, podcast. So here, here, so here's what happened. Um, I made a post. Shots. Mm-hmm. Mind you, you made this post five minutes. Okay, shut up, Emily. Let me <gasps> let me explain it. Uh, yeah, I told you shut up. I'm a double uh, down. <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> I told you I'm gonna beat your ass. Uh, nah. So listen. So here's what happened. Okay. Um, I made a post stating that, uh, I don't know who needs to hear this. This is on Facebook. I said, I don't know who needs to hear this, but your dog is not a child. Now, when I said, I don't know who needs to hear this, I knew exactly who needed to hear this. I I was actually, I, I might as well have just said, Emily, your dog's not a child. Right. But I, but I wanted to do the, I don't know who needs to hear this because like, I didn't expect this, but uh, a lot of uh, dog lovers uh, weren't happy in the comments. They weren't racist yet, but they were, you know, they were they were just like, oh, fuck you, my dog is a child or whatever the fuck. Did you know you can put your dog in your health insurance as a dependent? Yeah. Did you know that? Why? Like, why? Because. I mean, I mean, I guess it, it, to save money, that would make sense. But like. But. They wrote that into the laws. Yes. I had the option to put health insurance on my dog, but I didn't get it because I already have health insurance for him. So it's easier for dogs to get health insurance 
See, this is what's wrong with white people. I fucking hate white people, dog. (laughs) Every time I try to give you motherfuckers the benefit of the doubt, y'all got y'all go right stupid ass law. We have sitting here, dude. I I am on government health care because my job won't give me health. They will give a dog health care before they give my black ass health care. If if we were married, I could put you on my health care too. But if we weren't married, I'd just be shit out of luck. Kinda. Yeah, but a dog who it's just has dependent. worms every now and then, you could somehow just get that fucking covered. No, he one time he split his nail off and it was bleeding. He was in a lot of pain. <laughs> cost five hundred dollars. Your dog broke a fucking nail. Holy shit! <laughs> it cost five hundred dollars. It cost five. And at that time, I didn't have insurance for him, so that was when I got insurance after that point. That is the biggest bullshit I've ever fucking and heard. This next year, he has to get his teeth cleaned. It costs eight hundred dollars, but with the insurance, it'll only be three fifty. A fucking lobbyist went to Washington D.C. and said, "You know what? I think it's, I think it'll be better if we put our dogs on our health insurance because they're wow. dependent." Emily, what else would? <laughs> So, so does every sense, animal? So so does every animal get? So if I had a so if I had a hamster, what could I, could your, it, would it be what on it? What makes so, your dog not like a child? Huh? What makes your dog not like a child? It's a fucking dog. Okay, but obviously human life is. What do you what do you what is, do you mean? It's like, a whole different level. Emily, but at it, the same time, this dog relies on me for food, you know, exercise, shelter, everything. Right, I have to take care of this dog. As if it the same way you should take care of a child, who's but it's still it's an animal dog. It's a, it is it's an a, animal. Yes. A, the, here's the difference: if if your child is in the is in the is is on the sidewalk with his friends, blah blah blah, and they playing catch, and the ball goes into the street, and I hit your child, and he dies, I'm going to jail or at least on trial. All right, I'm especially not if I'm drunk. On the same level. If I run over your dog, I'm gonna get out and say my bad and keep it moving. I'm not saying. <laughs> I'm not saying a child and a dog are equal. I would never say that. There's, there's, the, and that's, not and that's all I'm saying. Your dog is not a child. But at the same so time, don't buy, so you, I, you just bought it a fucking winter coat, Emily. Because he's a chihuahua, and chihuahuas are from fur, Mexico. Nigga, they have, they have fur. He's thin fur. That, that's, that's fur. Thin and, fur is still fur, and nigga. And do you, okay, how do you, would you like it if you were just walking in the freaking snow with your hands. Emily, I'm a human. I don't have fur. I'm not a dog. Okay, but here's the other thing. Like, it's common knowledge for people who have dogs that, like, okay, you know how in the summer when the sun is, like, beating on, like, the asphalt and stuff and it gets really hot and you don't really feel it because you you have, like, sandals on or something, right? It, you should not be taking your dog out to walk on on cement that you can't walk on yourself because it will it will hurt their feet. Same thing with like in the winter, like the salt and the ice and stuff can be really damaging to their feet. Just because their dog doesn't mean that like they can withstand like any, any. I'm not saying they can withstand it, but but animals are built for terrain better than humans are. But but we're also taking these dogs out of their natural environments. A chihuahua is not meant to be in Michigan. Where do you see it? Like you said before, you don't see an, uh, a wild chihuahua because they're not from here. Yeah, they're from a, a place hotter exactly. than Michigan. So that's so why they he have, needs so, a parka. So, so, oh, so, okay, so why does he need fucking, uh, uh, you you talking about, oh, it's too hot on the fucking cement because uh, it's like walking across charcoal. No, it ain't, nigga. They got them little pads on their feet. They got they built in. Bo- hmm? They can feel things with and then, their paws. No, and, 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 and my thing is, bro. The pads are like skin, bro. No, no they're not. It's not. They can't it's like rough. Feel on, no, it's. They're rough. It's like, it's like, it's like, soup, it's like extremely calloused hands. 
They're not really. That's what it is. Yeah, but it still is like not really good for them to be. Yeah, exactly. Out. So Emily wants to buy the dog some damn Nikes. So it's a fucking. Well, we gotta have some shoes. Hey, that's that's what I'm talking about. Your dog's not a fucking child. <laughs> This, we got a whole, we got a dog, we got a dog that looked like it, it worked at the Nike store because it got a fucking, uh, 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 a fucking North Face coat on and a, uh, <laughs> like it looked like the kids you went to school with. They I was like going to get him the booties, but then you were so against it. Yes, about because it. I'm like, quit, quit buying, quit I'm buying Yeezys for our dog, motherfucker. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> They're booties because <laughs> our dog don't need booties. You know, we need booties. A fucking uh, a, 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 a baby that doesn't have fur on its feet. Yeah, the baby gets booties too. Yeah, so you're saying that it would be fine to just take a baby out in its pajamas with no coat on, but it's fine because it has pajamas on. No, why does it need a coat? It has, it has clothes on, it doesn't need a coat. Wait, okay, say this one more time so I can shit on okay. it. Okay. You're saying <laughs> you're saying that why does the dog need a coat when he has fur? But would you go? Walking? I didn't say why does a dog need coat because he needs fur. Well, he I, the the <laughs> coat no. that you bought him was O fucking D. All right, that shit. <laughs> no, I didn't say why does it. No, I get. I see dog all type of dogs with their little sweaters on and yeah. stuff. But a sweater plus fur equals warmth. But a fucking North Face fucking uh, winter coat with the little parka. Uh, it's, it's a doggy parka. That's what you bought it. A parka. You bought a doggy parka. If y'all don't follow Emily on Instagram, uh, Emily3 underscore is Cole. And you can see her little doggy parka. And we're, literally, her dog you got a first down coat on. It is a down coat. The dumbest shit. It's like... It, First off, it ain't even been that cold for you to even get that. I'm saying for when it, it gets cold. It probably won't get that cold. You think it won't get that cold? Winter has not even begun yet. Let's let's keep it one, 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 one thousand. Let's go back to my point. So in the middle, <laughs> in the middle of the snow, are you going to walk outside with only your hoodie and sweatpants on? I'm not going outside, my nigga. Exactly. But he has to go for a walk every day. He don't got to go for a walk every day. If there's a snow blizzard outside, that nigga staying in but the motherfucking saying, house. What I'm saying. What I'm <laughs> and saying that nigga though, don't want to go on a walk when it's that snowy, bro. So you, you let him out when it's snowing, he's he, he pees two seconds right back in. <laughs> that motherfucker, don't, he don't, he don't want to be in the cold any more than we do. Okay. But still, like... I'm Your dog's saying, not a child. But you're saying our child wants to play he in the snow. Need a parka because he has fur. But the fur is like the equivalent to wearing clothes. If you go outside in a, a snowstorm with just that's a good your point. That's on, a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you it's ever work? But 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 okay. It's like wearing clothes. I'm sorry, so I in that. It's, so it's all good. <laughs> it's like that's a good point. Like wearing clothes. Okay. So what if you rocked fur clothes all day? Your yeah, ass would be sweating, winter. nigga. Has, okay, you would be sweating. There's also different kinds of dogs. You had a fur dogs. shirt, a fur pants, a fur hat. There's also different kinds of dogs with different kinds of fur. Like a husky, for example, is a dog that's typically Emily, I don't found... give a fuck about the husky. I'm talking about, no, I'm not talking about this no, chihuahua. I, okay, so huskies are typically from colder climates. They have two layers of fur. One is like a thicker fur that's supposed to like keep them like warm in the winter. And then they shed that. So then it's like a lighter coat in the summer. Okay, he doesn't have Caesar two Caesar Milan over here. <laughs> fucking got all the damn answers on the damn dog. Shut up. You don't know. Yo, Look at this dog. Look at this dog. That dog. That dog. That dog. The Hyundai commercial. You missed. The them. sun's out. 
What's about what about the dog? Uh, the dog, he missed him. It was a it was one of them ugly uh uh bulldogs. Not a pug, like a bull, like a like a bulldog. Why do you think he's ugly? Because it is ugly. That <gasps> if there's ugly dogs, that would mean that that would in turn mean that there's cute dogs. All dogs are cute dogs. Not like cute, like like attractive dogs. Like, I mean, <laughs> You're attracted like, to dogs. There's a couple of dogs that that could get it. Uh, Air Bud, Air Bud, Air Bud, get it. <laughs> I honestly hot Air take. Air Bud was getting hoes. I don't hot, like oh, golden retrievers. Hot take what? Oh, well, I was about. To I'm say. not a fan of golden retrievers. Golden retrievers suck. All retrievers suck. Like they're such like a they're like the it's American a basic family dog. dog. But I'm like nothing about them is like they're. I think they're too big. Their fur is long as fuck and remember, it gets everywhere. Remember when I told you and you kind of got offended. But I told you I don't like blonde girls like that. <laughs> yeah, because I'm a blonde girl. That yeah, you're because you're a blonde girl. True. But I wasn't. But what I meant was I didn't like those generic like Dallas Cowboy cheerleader blonde girl. Like the like the girl on the prison show we was watching. Like the generic fucking <laughs> beach blonde. Like like what you think of when you Tommy think of Laren. a blonde cheerleader. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For like Tommy Laren. Like. Sure. Like, like, is she good looking? Sure. But like, it's like, you, this is just a stock American hot so bitch. So why would you feel like? I feel like a golden retriever is that. <laughs> I feel like but it's why, just. How do you feel like? Because you just said, oh, not you though. But my hair is like bleach blonde too. How do you feel? Your like hair is not bleach blonde. blonde not right first now, off. but it is when and I go get not, it done. you're not as generic looking as them. So you're saying it depends on their facial structure too? I guess so. You think maybe, maybe I'm being. facial structure? No. I'm just talking, dude. You know what I'm talking I'm about. You, you're you're thing. trying to you're trying to make me seem like you're not attracted to me. You fucking asshole. Blah blah blah. Yo, first off, your hair ain't bleach blonde. It at is all. like it's straight at, done. At I just all. haven't gotten done in not five months. Not even close. Your hair is like black, kind of. No, I'm saying when I get it, I haven't got my hair done in like five months. Yes, because we're in a pandemic. Yeah, but you have to dye. Care. You have to dye your hair blonde though. Your hair ain't yeah. naturally like that. Your hair's you like know, red. You know those girls that. Their hair, like Tommy Laren's hair, is not bleach blonde. Actually. I know, but she's but she's a generic fucking white woman who's like, oh, this is what I like, and she probably listens to country, and and she and she date and she fucks around yeah, with people like, like Jay Cutler, I feel who's like, just a country boy. I feel like a lot of the the like quote unquote basic blonde girls like country though too. Yeah, yeah, they like mm-hmm. that too. When I went to when I went to the Luke Bryan concert, that's all that's there, other than. My one white, the the one white girl that brought the nigga. <laughs> everybody, everybody else was just a fucking beach blonde, fucking uh, skinny, no titties, no ass, fucking just, just generic pumpkin spice latte drinking white woman, bro. Just stock. You're not that. You are not that. Well, thanks. You I never guess. will be. Hopefully. <laughs> Thanks. I think you'll grow into it, kind of, but you won't. <laughs> you aren't that. Well, um, and that's what a golden retriever is, is a basic blonde just, white bitch. Everybody likes them. I just don't, I don't know. They just don't do it for me. I've never felt like an emotional connection to a, a golden retriever. I'm almost like, oh, yeah, like just I'll pet a, the dog, I guess. Yeah, but. It's just such a generic dog. And like, I don't like, first off, I don't I like big don't, dogs. I don't, to yeah, begin I don't with. like big dogs I don't like either. big dogs. I like them in small doses, but like I would never want to have a big dog. Yeah. They're too fucking much. Even if we had a big house, like I wouldn't want a, no, a big dog. Don't want it. Dog. Uh, They're just too big. I don't know. For our lives, like, like you said, even if we had like a huge house, I just like don't. 
I don't want a big dog sitting on the couch with me. I don't want to clean up big dog. I don't poops. even like sleeping in the bed when our dog get in, and our dog's fucking twelve He's pounds. Yeah. Our dog, I, we got dumbbells that weigh more than this motherfucker, right. and then fucking, uh, <laughs> and then, um, and yeah, a big dog. If a big dog had to get off, oh, I would fucking kill that motherfucker. And on uh, and, and the on poops, a, you got to pick up those big old poops. And on the off chance that there's like a dog, like like a rapture or some shit, where the dogs take over and they realize that we've been enslaving them this whole time, and then a big dog is gonna kill the shit out of us, or at least do some real damage to us. Whereas a little dog, I can just be like, I can just punch it and it's done. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I've thought about this. We gotta get off the dog. We already fucking. Okay, so that brings me to uh, my next point that I wanted to make. Actually, a nice segue. So another thing I've been asking you to do about Charlie since I'm... Uh, we still talking about dogs? No, it's going into the next one. Okay. So I I do put a parka on Charlie. I am going to buy some <laughs> dog booties. I worry... You're not going to buy them. I, I draw the line at <laughs> dog booties, okay? Well, I'm not about to walk a dog with booties because I be walking a dog too. You know, I look as dumb as people walk they, that walk their cat. Walking a dog with booties is the same as walking a dog with, with a cat or, or walking Mm-mm. a cat. What's the saying? People that see you are just going to say, wow, he cares so much about his dog. No, they're going to be like, this dude's a fucking lunatic. Now, what are you, uh, what, what <laughs> Anyways, are you saying? So, I have asked EJ, which has only snowed like once, obviously, or once or twice. But I have this vision of Charlie. Okay, so the back, the way our house is set up, we live on the second floor. You have to go downstairs through this like little like it's like an indoor space but there's like stairs going down and then once you get through there there's like an outdoor set of stairs and i am so worried that when it gets icy um charlie is gonna just like run down the stairs and slip and fall into the cement because he just like bolts down the stairs and i don't know if he'll like expect it or something because he doesn't really go up and down icy stairs ever so i had these like i just get really i get really anxious about him slipping down the stairs even though it's only snow once. So I asked EJ if he could pick him up and put him down at the bottom of the stairs. And he said no. But um, when it gets icy, that's what I want to do. But um, Emily, where the fuck are you going with this? So <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, come on. What, what the f- <laughs> told this long ass story about taking no. him down the stairs. Like, okay, so come on. What, what, I really just want to talk about. I don't know if this is like a thing that you experience or not, but I just wanted to talk about this in case there is anything. I have these like. I think about these like crazy scenarios and they like literally are like intrusive thoughts. Like the other day I Googled bed bugs, just curious about them. And I can't stop thinking about it now. Do you know they feed on your blood? They yeah, feast. so the mosquitoes, babe. It's a lot of shit that eat. I feel like most bugs eat your blood. It's so creepy. They have like feeding. Oh, it's the creepiest thing. I've I don't know ever if heard. this has been done. I don't know if this has been a bit or if this has been ass. But if a mosquito sucks the blood of somebody... Who like has AIDS? Do they get it? I don't know. But Bill Gates is like Bill Gates said he's more scared of mosquitoes than anything else, and I think he's trying to do some shit with mosquitoes, Loki. What what would he do? I don't know. He's really interested in mosquitoes. He's got is a lot this of one money, of those other intrusive, intrusive thoughts? No, this is this is Bill Gates taking over the world. This is hundred percent a conspiracy theory. <laughs> Don't believe this. Unless you want to. This is that right but, wing shit. But no, is this have, how you turn it into a white woman? You getting into <laughs> your uh, conspiracies? I didn't say I believe it, but I'm just saying he <laughs> likes mosquitoes a lot and he has a lot of money and later, that freaks me out. Later a in the podcast, bit. Emily going to talk about how uh, Trump didn't lose the election. <laughs> and uh, yeah. 
No, nah, but okay. what, so you have but, these intrusive thoughts. Yeah, and I start thinking about things like all the time. I don't think like, that's I like I convinced a... myself I had a parasite the other day, but I don't because my dad my dad had to pull up the list of like the symptoms of a parasite. And like, you know, you I think your thing is, I think your thing is, is I think you have like, I think you got anxiety, anxiety <laughs> but yeah, anxiety is what you're it is. really good about it. What do you mean? Like you've been around. I've been around people that that's had anxiety. And like they freak out to the point where like, like it ain't it's no like crippling. It's like crippling for them. Like almost like you just you either gotta just let them go or you, like some people even gotta go to the hospital sometimes. Like you, you know, take a Xanax or something, or take a, take meds. I think you have anxiety, but I think you're better at recognizing what's happening and. Yeah, but it's like I also can't Maybe stop it. Maybe you're just it. better at coping with it than, than, than like, you know. Like, I know that Charlie's probably not going to fall down the stairs, but I think about it all the time. The other Charlie day, fall down the stairs. The other day, my it. mom had the wine in the front seat, and I wanted to call her and tell her, hey, the wine's in the front seat, so it doesn't, it doesn't, uh, she doesn't stop too hard and doesn't smack the window mm. and break all over the car. Like, why do I think about that? <laughs> and I, you're stupid. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think of like the worst I, case scenarios. It comes in handy sometimes because like I prepare for those things because like I just think of them all the time. Me, I never think of the worst case scenario. I always think of it, but because, I'm also because, posi- uh, but I'm also like a really positive person, so it's very Emily, weird. Emily, be honest. Yeah. And I want everybody to think about this. Damn. I want everybody who listening, all forty three of you motherfuckers. I want y'all to think about this. When has the worst case scenario really happened to you in life? A couple times. And I will not talk about them. <laughs> okay. It, but it out happens. of out of thousands of scenarios that you that you have been in your life, maybe two that you can yours. Okay. You don't gotta talk about them, but I'm just saying you No, but here's the difference between you and I, for example. Like I always have the saying that we always talk about where I say, if you're gonna be dumb, be smart. Meaning, be dumb, be smart. Yeah. Like, like if you're gonna, you said, oh, I was just like, I had a beer or something in the car in this hypothetical scenario, mm-hmm. and I was like, put it in the trunk because in my mind, if you get pulled over, which probably is not, you're not likely because you drive very safe, but just in the off chance, you want to make sure you cover all your bases. Like that's how I think all the time is like, if the worst case scenario happens, am I gonna be okay? Like when I make decisions about like. Whether I do something or I don't do something, I play through the worst case scenario and I say, if I make this decision and this is what happens, am I going to be okay with it with myself? Yeah, true. Yeah, but I'm just saying, uh, uh, at the end of the day, the worst like I'm not don't I'm not saying don't ever prepare for the worst scenario, but like I'm trying to think of like specific like like driving while drinking or something. Mm-hmm. Knock on wood. I hope y'all all you heard that, that knock. Because you call me every time. I call you. I don't call you every time. Uh, but, you know, everyone's driven drunk. Everybody's done it probably once at least in their life. Yeah. Where they're like a little, maybe not even drunk, you but like a the little limit. too much where you're like, I probably shouldn't. You you, pass, you can drive, but you pass the limit if you got pulled over. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that, that don't mean you waste it, but you know what I mean? But... But that's worst case scenario, but and that does have there's there's some worst case scenarios that even if it happens once, like that's you know that's all you need to happen. Yeah, but one time I did. This is when I was like younger. I was at my 
friend's party at like electricity or something. And I was like, I didn't feel like I was super drunk. I was probably like borderline. You know what I mean? I got pulled over. The cop made me blow. I was like 0. 0.089, which is 0. That's 0.009 over the limit. But, so, you, but you gave him some head and he no. let you go. He asked me, what are you doing with your life? Are you going to school? He asked me like all the questions. What you doing tonight is what he said no. about your life. He, said, he, he asked me basically like, do you, like, am I going to fuck your life up? Is pretty much what he was asking me. And he no. let me go. He called my parents. It was very embarrassing. But like because of that situation, for example, I'm like, I don't want to be in that situation again. Like the, the thought of, oh my God, I'm going to go to jail and get a DUI sucked. It was yeah. terrifying. Yeah. So it's like not worth it. You know what I mean? So it's like Yeah, but that but but what I was getting at is that like most people get away with that shit. But, but, you, uh, but like most you don't be everybody's unlucky, worst not most. Everybody's worst case scenario like don't happen. I know, but at the same time like That's all that's all I'm saying and and, and I don't know. I I just don't like the harp on the I, like you recognize that yeah, this could go wrong, but like it's probably not. But it gives it gives me peace knowing if it goes wrong, I've prepared for it. It's like, okay, sure. It gives but, me peace. Like but, that makes my anxiety go away. I guess my I guess my, my my thing with you is it's not it's not not preparing for the worst case scenario. It's just overly like Oh my god! I think this is gonna. Oh my god, we're gonna crash the car if we fucking don't. We fucking. Oh my god! And Charlie's, and Charlie's gonna fucking tumble down the stairs. No. If you, don't, so fucking, you know, it's just like it? chill out. Like, like he's what been is, down the stairs no. thousands what of times. What is the number? What is the number one example that you always give me about when I when I freak out about things too much? You know what I'm talking about. I had to wake you up. Sign. This bitch. I'm gonna call you a bitch for this oh, one. No. This is this is when you earned the this is when you've earned a bitch for this one. You're not a bitch. But this situation, I was livid. I was I was fucking livid. I was I was I have never been this angry with Emily in my fucking really? life. Huh? That was most angry? It's up there. It's top Dang. top top three. <laughs> Nah, the most angry I've been to you when you ain't come to my first uh, comedy show. Or you missed most of it. You I didn't miss the whole thing, but you missed most of it. Because, anyways, I won't go into that now. No, because it's the dumbest story it ever, and it sounds story. like bullshit. It's and I don't bullshit. want you to Terry tell it, because it, it sounds like bullshit. <laughs> it sounded like you was at another nigga house. But I digress. Uh, fucking, uh, so what happened is Emily, um, she, she, she smells a little bit of gas. Like, like you ever, like, like, turn on your stove but the 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 fire didn't light yet and then it takes a few tries to light it like after like a minute or so it smells a little gassy like that's how it smelled right because it smelled it smelled it, and, and but it was a little bit of that but it really kind of just smelled like a nigga was cooking right <laughs> it really did like it just smelled like like it, it smelled like somebody fired up the grill inside their house like and so i'm like cold sleep in a coma, <laughs> bro. Heavy sleep, snoring. I, I drunk, drunk sleep, nigga. I am out, cold, nigga. And Emily's waking me up. I, I think, I think there's a gas leak in the house. I don't, I don't know what's going on. Can you just check? Can you just, can you just see what's going on? And I'm just like, 
I was like, they probably just cook it, Emily. I'm just, I'm probably, right, right. Just thinking she'll not think about it. She's like, no, I swear, there's a gas leak. We gotta, we gotta leave the house right now. I'm like, Emily, I'm telling you, they're probably just cooking. It's cool. She's like, I swear to God, EJ, oh, you, you don't listen to anything that like I'm, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, something's wrong. It's like, there's like, like this is really dangerous. He's calling her fucking mom. You're about to call the fire department. Like, ugh, like, like I don't know what it is. It's fucking a gas leak. Oh, what, what the fuck are we gonna do? And so she wakes me up. So we have to leave the house, right? So we no, we don't have to leave the house, but because of Emily's stupid ass anxiety, I gotta wake up at eight in the morning. It was like a Saturday or something too. Like, oh, it was a beautiful day. <laughs> it was uh it was a nice day to sleep in. Like the Niggas sun barely had, came up. Yep, uh-huh. It was uh, you know how uh how motherfuckers playing the flute. Do 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 and then motherfucking uh I'm I'm sitting here just trying to be peacefully sleep. You wake me up. We gotta take we gotta we gotta we gotta evacuate the house. We literally evacuated the house. Because of Emily's fears, we had to evacuate our our uh, our building, right? Calls the fucking calls the fucking landlord. Like I think there's a I think there's a gas I'm like Emily, please don't call this nigga until I was like, I fine, I leave the house, but please don't call the fucking room uh, the landlord. Please don't waste his time with this bullshit. But sure shit, fucking Emily. Losing her goddamn mind, uh, calls the landlord, and what the landlord come and say? He said, open up some windows. <laughs> that nigga told us to open some windows because you know why he told us to open some windows? Because nigga, when nothing going on, but some niggas cooking downstairs. And you thought this place was about to blow up the okay, smithereens. Okay, you thought if mind, we smoked this, if we smoke, if we happen to smoke a cigarette, we was about to. <laughs> <laughs> okay, in thank my God mind, we didn't smoke no weed in my that mind, day. I wake up and I smell gas, and it's very strong. And yeah. I'm thinking, the niggas downstairs can cook. Yeah, but it never smells like gas. It smells like food. It smells. It smells so like gas. Eight alone, in the morning. Man. Yeah, so, niggas like bacon and fucking eggs. And, then it would have uh, smelled like bacon and eggs, not gas. Uh, you know, sometimes maybe you go a little overboard. Like so anyways, I was sitting there thinking, like, what do you do if you smell gas? Like, is there a way to, like, test it? Like, I don't know what you do. And basically, all the <clears> things <throat> that I was reading online said that, like, this is, like, a very... If you smell gas, it's a very serious thing. Like, you need to take action immediately. And I was thinking, I can either ignore this... Or potentially everyone I love, meaning EJ and Charlie, could in, and blow. myself will yeah, blow up and it. it would be a tragic accident. <laughs> so I figured, are the stakes worth it? And then after the landlord came, I had peace of mind and we went along our lives. But I needed like, I needed I some, a third party to tell me. Live it, man. <laughs> You have woke you have woken me up for a lot of things. Yeah. But that was like because you made me because I had to wake up and leave the house. That's what that's <laughs> that's that's why I was pissed for real. Yeah. Uh because I because I had to wake up. If if you just woke me up on some shit, like <laughs> I was like, we have to get up. I was like, let's go for a walk right now. I'm like, nigga, no. I think that equals though to the time that you locked us out of the house. <laughs> that was an accident. They cancel out. That doesn't cancel out. It does. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. Um, okay. Anyways, um, but do you have do you have like anything that like is like an irrational fear? 
uh, and a rational fear of mine. Um, a rational fear of mine would be something that, like, oh, here's an irrational. I can think of one of yours. What? Why? Why can't I think of one? You say it afterwards. I thought I literally just thought about this. Now I didn't have. Wait, what is it? You tell me, and then I, maybe I can go from there. Uh, my irrational fear for you is that. You always think a rich person is gonna come along. Oh yeah, that is, that's that's an is a rational fear. That is okay. <laughs> yep, that's my that's my number one irrational fear is <laughs> that uh, like you know how all the rappers be like, oh, I'm about to fuck your bitch. He I, I'm scared really gonna come that they gonna come bitch. for come for my bitch. Irrational <laughs> fear. <laughs> but not even rappers. Just a dude that is like exponentially rich that can literally just buy the pussy off of you. That's that's what that's. Because those niggas this exist. Big scenario in his head where they would like offer me twelve million dollars or something. I could not twelve not million. Turn down. It'd be six thousand. Six thousand. Six thousand. You think that's an amount that I can't turn down? You ever see that nigga on uh, Instagram who be who be like, uh, "Can I take your girl out on a date for ten thousand? And then you're like, "Nah, nah, nah, I ain't gonna leave my man for ten thousand. All right, twenty thousand. Okay. You're like, "No, I won't do that for twenty thousand. Thirty thousand. Now the dude in it too. Now he's like." You you go out with him if you want. Like, come on. Like, that's $30,000, bro. It's like, yeah, exactly, exactly. And there are people that exist that $30,000 is like $30 to them. Literally. Buy the pussy off you. And that is my fear is when a rich nigga wants you and your nigga can't do nothing for you, (laughs) these hoes ain't loyal, okay? You've been taking the rap songs to heart. Because because I listen to everything Chris Brown say. That's why I'm about to smack you up after the podcast. That's your first mistake. (laughs) That's your first fucking mistake. Nah, for real. Okay, these hoes not being loyal is a rational fear of mine. But, you know where that stems from? All fears stem from a dark place way back when, right? What? Like okay. you know how you know how motherfuckers get like traumatized early and that's why it's a fear throughout sure. their life. Sure. This is why this is my fear. Tell me. Because I used to have a girl and a rich nigga wanted her. Mm. And I was the nigga who couldn't do nothing for mm. her. And like Chris Brown said, these whores okay. are <laughs> not loyal. <laughs> Wait, so what tell me the story. It was it was my it was my it was my first kind of serious high school girlfriend. Mm. And I feel like I told this story on the podcast, but whatever. Did you? I, don't I feel like I told you this. You, I guarantee you've told it to me, but I don't remember it. Okay, whatever. So I'll tell it again. This girl. <clears throat> um, Should I call her out? Just say this girl. Let's say her name's uh, Susan. Okay. Susan. <laughs> The first day I was thinking about Patrice O'Dell. So Susan, right? Okay. Susan was uh was a was a mixed young lady. Okay. Uh nice looking young lady. Okay. And I like this is probably the first time I felt any sort of love, right? In high school. Sophomore year, I think, right? Mm-hmm. And so I go out with her, blah blah blah. Like I really liked her. 
and you know she liked me for what I thought at least you know we used to I used to sneak over her house and you know make out and I was you suck her titties she had real big titties for her age <laughs> and so I was used to suck on them titties right mm-hmm. and uh <laughs> I tried this is to. The hit. funniest thing you said. I used to sneak out of the house and suck on her titties. Yeah, so I, I left. Her. Dude, you should have seen these titties. All right, <laughs> these are some great high school titties. All right, and um, I'm trying to hit, but she wouldn't let me. Right? Yeah, just but titty sucking only. Just, just, just titty sucking. <laughs> so I suck the shit out of them titties. I know I suck titties like I never sucked titties before. All right, so, <laughs> so, uh. You know, I really liked her or whatever. And, like, you know, I even went to, and I went to homecoming with her, right? Mm-hmm. You know, which in high school, kind of a big deal, right? Mm-hmm. Homecoming's a big deal, you know? And I was really excited to go with her. And I went with her and we had a good, and we had a, we had a good time, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, so we're messing around, blah, 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 right? Mm-hmm. Then a few weeks later, the 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 homecoming pictures come out, right? I'm like, oh, shit, we look great, blah, blah, blah. I'll show you next time we at the crib. We look great, blah, blah, blah. I'm looking snazzy. She's looking good. Cool, right? Mm-hmm. So we had back then, back in the day when we had the desktop computers, mm-hmm. you feel me? Like, we had a home desktop computer. And so I set the background as <laughs> me and hers homecoming picture. Because it was a raw-ass picture. I look good. She sure. looked good. Blah, blah, blah. It was a nice little time, right? So my sister, who also went to the same <laughs> high school as me, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> she's she's three years ahead of me. So Or no, four years. So my sister was never in high school when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. But her friends were seniors and juniors when I was a freshman. And I, they're like two, three years older than me. Whatever. They, they're in high school when I'm in high school, right? Mm-hmm. So this kid, we're going to call him uh, Terry. 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 Terry and Susan. Terry and Susan. So <laughs> Terry, who's my sister friend, mm-hmm. along with a few of others, Terry's, of Terry's other friends, come over my crib, right? Uh-huh. Cool. Yeah. What's up? What's up? I'm Evan at the time. What's up, Evan? What's up? What's up, Amber? Blah, blah, blah. We kick, kicking it, chilling, blah, 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 blah. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I go to my room. Right. Because I'm about to go to bed, you know, or I'm just I just don't feel like because I don't really know them like that. Right. So I go to my room. And then. uh, My sister at the end of the night, when everybody leave, my sister come and tell me. Uh. Or, you know, this is not what happened. So they see the picture on on uh on um on my desktop, right? Mm-hmm. I'm dragging this story, but but mm-hmm. it, it's, we're getting somewhere. Just hang with me, okay? It's coming back to me now when you're retelling this. For real? Yeah. Okay, cool. It. But I'm gonna tell it anyway because I, I I was like I know I told you this story. Mm-hmm. There's probably not many stories I haven't told you. They're, they're, you told me be. this at your parents' house. Yeah. So okay, <laughs> cool. So so. Those friends, Terry and his friends, come over and they see the they see the picture on the background of the of the computer, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Wait, is Evan dating that girl?" And my sister's like, "Yeah, I think they've been going out for a while." They all start laughing, right? Mm-hmm. If a bunch of niggas start laughing when they see somebody dating, good. yeah, 
So sure shit, she was fucking one of they fr- one of Terry's friends, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Actually, fuck it. She made me suck the titties all night. Yeah. But this nigga was getting some getting some real life pussy, right? Mm-hmm. So my sister come tell me, and like when I tell you, I cried like oh, a bitch. <laughs> You guys your heart <laughs> I was <laughs> I can't believe you do that to me. <laughs> I swear to you, fuck all these bitches, bro. I just, oh, shit. If there was any time to turn gay, that was the time. I wish I could go back in time. And Sorry, I was yeah, I, I was life. done with I was done with everybody. I was oh. like, I don't want friends, I don't want bitches, I don't want parents, I don't want a sister no more. Saying I was ready. To, to go like to the top of my house and jump off, but it's not, but it would just hurt. It would have killed just me. Break your arm. Yeah, I, 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 would, I would sprain the ankle or something. I wouldn't even fucking, uh, I'd have landed on my feet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you ever try to kill you yourself? Jump off 10 feet high yeah. And you're like five feet tall. Right. <laughs> Niggas really try to commit suicide and landed on their feet. You probably full height by this. <laughs> yeah, and I was more athletic then than I am now. So, uh, but yeah, so I I was crying like a Aww. like a little bitch. I was like bawling. I I even called her. Did you get her. that cry where like you feel it in your heart, like your actual heart? Yeah, nigga, that cries? shit, dude. I couldn't. Uh, I had those cries like three times. And you know what's like, fucked up? In your heart. You know, and you know what's yeah. And you know what's fucked up too? Is she had just bought me this. Uh, I'm just looking back. This is the most simp shit I ever fucking did in my life. But she bought me this little, like, remember when niggas used to rock dog tags? Yeah. It, yeah. So she had this dog tag with a picture of us on it, right? Mm-hmm. And That wasn't Sim. You loved her. Yeah, but I was the only one wearing it. And so <gasps> fucking. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sim. So fucking. So she didn't think that her man would see you wearing that and be like, uh, I don't think fuck? she cared. That's weird. So. I don't think she did. That bitches be sociopaths. Like, 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 we'll buy a dog to, like, look, 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 we're such a cute couple and be fucking a nigga behind my back. Yeah. You know, because I didn't have a car yet. But I was, you know, I was, I thought I was, I was kind of, I was, I was the quarterback. You know what I'm saying? I was, I was halfway nice at that shit. And you actually care. And I, I was I actually care. I was cute. I was fucking. You know what I'm saying? I did my mm-hmm. shit. I did my. You know, I, I I got I got I got B's and C's on my report card. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was I, I was eligible for the game, mm-hmm. nigga. Mm-hmm. And 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 I so I so so I remember like I just I I like ripped the dog tag off. <laughs> This is like this, like some lifetime movie shit, like 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 for real. This is like some One Tree Hill type shit, nigga. And I fucking go to her. I just I just go to her locker. I give it to her, uh, and I just I just dip, right. Mm-hmm. And then uh, did she say anything? Did she know why? No, like she knew did? why. She knew mm-hmm. why because because you know the night that I found out, I called her when I was crying and shit, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Did you fuck Marcel?" Oh. <laughs> She's like, "Damn!" Yeah. And that's his actual name. Mar. Shout out to shout out to Marcel Ward, bro. You because because I remember the last time I saw you, you was real cool. Well, yeah, it's it's not his fault. It's her fault. <laughs> Hey, my fault, your bitch. Same. Won't it me? Yeah, you know it ain't your fault. That's and what you, like any. That's why like anybody who's like, if somebody's like cheat, 
somebody's sleeping with like your partner or something and they're cheating on you, like it's not really their fault at the end of the day. It's your partner. They have no responsibility to you. Yeah, you know. It's her and fault. And initially I didn't hate that nigga because because to be honest, the nigga that she fucked, like behind my back, like bro was cool. I didn't really know him like that, but like we never had no like bad interact. Like I was like, I was like, you know, he was decent yeah. nigga, you know what I'm saying? Like I you know, I'm, I'm, I'm he's not my BFF, but like he wasn't scheming against you with her. Or anything, I didn't think he was scheming know? again. Yeah, I That's didn't think he was. Yeah, I didn't think he was trying to. You know, yeah, trying to fuck my bitch on the side. But like, uh, what ended up happening late? So I so after I do the dog tag thing or whatever the motherfucker. Damn, you threw it at her. I should have threw it at her. <laughs> no, you. You probably were like, here you go. Place. No, I I just walked up to her while she was at her locker. I just like threw it in there and then I dipped. Like Damn. on some, I ain't never gonna talk to you again, bitch. You right? Said, fuck you. I said, fuck, bitch. Fuck you, bitch. Remember that song? Uh, fuck you, you hoe. Don't want what? you back. No. Whoa, whoa. Uh, uh, yeah. Whoa. You don't remember that song? Iman. Uh huh. Fuck all these bitches. It didn't mean jack. Fuck you, you hoe. I don't want you back. You don't remember that song? Nope. Uh, uh, yeah. Whoa, whoa. That was a, that was another like 06 classic that the kids probably won't know. I don't know that song. Yeah, but anyway, so so I did some shit like that and then um I ended up getting a like this dude was like in a crew and like they used to run track. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember. Dang, she left the QB for a track guy. She left a nigga. She left a QB nigga for 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 that nigga ain't even run track for real. He hooped and get no playing time. Mm. But he was kind of a he's kind of rich kid kind of. He had a nice car. So that's why you, that song scared you. Ride along with the fuckers. I want to apologize. Oh, hold on, let me um We had a technical malfunction and then I spit <laughs> white claw all over my pants. Yeah. So, if you so, see in the video that Emily got a wet titty. Oh my god, it. it would be on video. Yeah, uh-huh, it <laughs> would. I'm going to put it out. <laughs> Um, I'm put out as a gift. <laughs> <laughs> what happened was like, you know how when you swallow something down like the wrong pipe, you like cough. Usually, I can like hold it and cough with it in my mouth, but I just coughed the whole thing, mm-hmm. <laughs> the whole entire sip. Emily's a spitter and not a swallower. That's why I'm not marrying her. I'm just playing. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, but yeah, we had some technical difficulties as we sometimes do on this podcast. But hey. Y'all still listen. Y'all still here, right? Because for us, this took, this was about a 30-minute break. But for y'all. No, it was not. It was like a 10-minute break. About 15. It was about 15-minute break. But for y'all, it was about 15 seconds. If that. It was about point fifteen seconds. Um, And Emily's yawning on the podcast. Can you please stop doing Nobody that? Nobody would know if you don't say that. Uh-huh. No, they wouldn't. Stop being bored with the fucking podcast. Um, <laughs> uh, there was something I was about to say to you and I forgot because... You were going to say, you burnt bitch. <laughs> oh, I just played the Emon song for it. Uh, <laughs> Fuck you, you hoe. I don't want you back. Oh, that's what I was going to say. You know what song was hot? <laughs> what? Right at the time where homegirl fucking fucked the other dude. Hmm. You know, uh, the Justin Timberlake song. What goes around, goes around, goes around, comes all the way back around. You know that song? Hey girl, is he everything you wanted in a man? Yeah, uh, the dude, dudes that if I was single, I I think about gayness. Think about it, JT. 
It was funny because to reference back to like your irrational fear of guys, you're like, what if you saw Chris Brown or Justin Timberlake? (laughs) Those are your crushes, not mine. (laughs) If I saw Justin Timberlake and Chris Brown, I should be worried about you, not me. (laughs) What? Right, right. What if you did a story you ran into Mitchell Trubisky? What would you do? Like you can't, you're crushing. <laughs> okay, I'm projecting. I'm projecting. All right, all right, I'm projecting. Probably nah, but I, I no, I say niggas like like uh uh, who do you like, Emily? I I know I know for sure, I know for sure, fucking Bob Dylan. What the fuck is his name? Bob Dylan. What the fuck is bro name? Uh, the 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 uh. <laughs> John Mayer. Like, <laughs> man, I don't know. like John Mayer. I like his music. He's <laughs> like, hey, Emily, oh, you look so good. He doesn't talk like that in real life. He got to talk like this because he sang no, like he this. <laughs> we talk about this every podcast, and I don't care because it's still, it is an irrational fear of mine. John Mayer has great music, not an attractive person. Hey, you will find music, out if he has great penis or not. No, most because, of his music is about how shitty of a person he is, to be completely honest with you. you know, I am never going to take you to a concert if a male's performing. Why? Unless it's comedy. Because I've already done that. But I will never. Okay, just because you were scarred with your other girlfriend, the Luke Bryan story. Yes, everyone, it's not about Another me. Another irrational fear, <laughs> shit, yeah. Yeah, it's summed from there. But so I will never. So where do you never... think all of my irrational fears of of everything came from? So what does your irrational fear of Charlie falling down the stairs come from? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Probably when he split his nail. Yeah, just like you think. Uh, it costs $500. I don't know. Uh, yeah, they all come from somewhere. Everything comes from yeah, exactly. That's why I have a rational fear of a of a of of John Mayer stealing your heart from me is because Marcel stole my bitch <laughs> from me when I was in high school. <laughs> well, I'll never happen again because I am loyal to the bone. I have a perfect track record. Squeaky clean. You. All right. So uh, anyway, um, <laughs> uh, did you have any other topics? Nope. We're, we're, we're into the last one. We're uh, hour fourteen, about hour, about an hour in, and uh, I am going to uh, just use the. Um, should I should I do a new? I, sometimes I like doing the. Uh, I'll just do it. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, look, we look look y'all y'all be listening to this podcast, and y'all know that I'm scared of a rich nigga taking my bitch, right? But. You know, there is a way that you can make that not happen, right? And that is by making sure that Emily and I are taken care of, okay? Now, that sounds that sounds weird, but it seems like we just looking for handouts. No, no, no. We contribute in two, and we're trying to improve this podcast in as many ways as possible Okay, we just bought it. We just got a green screen. Mm-hmm. We haven't put it up yet, but it's coming. We are we are doing everything we can to deliver you all the greatest content of all time. The best podcast coming out of Hamtramck. We trying to give that to you. But there's a way we can speed up the process. And that's by how, Emily. We just need a little bit of gas. We just need some gas money for the ride. 
a long podcast. Just for the you you ever just roll with a nigga for a long time? You ever roll with a nigga for a long time, huh? Don't you feel bad when they get out and pump the gas and you ain't offer them shit? I know they I get do. Get you a snack. They ain't get you a snack. They ain't get you no grandma cookies. They ain't <laughs> get you no uh, stale pop tarts. They ain't get you no. Uh, they ain't even get you no roadie white claw. Uh, like, you know what I mean? Like. There's a way you can help out. You can help us help you, okay? I know y'all laughed a couple of times listening to this shit, whether it was at me or whether it was at Emily or whether it was with me or whether it was with Emily or with both of us, okay? I know y'all listen to this shit and y'all get something out of it. And please, please, oh, please show your support. As I said, we try and get an extra camera in here. We gonna put down. We gonna we gonna pay for our gas, but just help us out with some extra, okay? How can you do that? Uh, we get the oil change and the tires pumped and all the other. Yeah, shit okay. We we'll we'll get to the we'll get to the oil change. We'll get to the tires. Okay. We we, there, there's gonna come a day where you like we all gonna be able to put rims on this car. Then you gonna then y'all gonna really want to get in this. Now y'all gonna be like, hey, can you pick me up in the Lambo? <laughs> I know it's a but Civic, but it looked like, like oh a Lambo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I pull up to with, in the Civic with the neon lights, nigga, come on, you you we, like, you contributed to that. that car mm-hmm. Long time ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could say that you was there mm-hmm. when them niggas was in the uh, the Civic that didn't have a, a, a rear view mirror on the left side. You was in. You said I have a bumper, but now it just has no mirror. <laughs> now it just has no mirror. We improve it, and we want to keep improving, and y'all can help us. With a little bit of a of a generous or non-generous donation, Cash App, Venmo, PayPal, at the Ride Along Podcast. You know it's two A's in that motherfucker. You've been known it was two A's. All right? When your friends ask, why is there two A's in Ride Along? Be like, I don't know. Just type it in. Just type, just type the shit in and shut the fuck up, right? Tell them that. Shut up and take it, the two A's. Damn. <laughs> So yeah, Cash App, Venmo, PayPal, uh, Ride Alone Podcast. Help us out with a donation of some sort. Dollar, one dollar, ten dollars, hundred dollars, thousand dollars, million dollars, whatever you got. We will take it. And I promise you, you will get a return on your investment in some way, shape, or form. Emily, we have a topic to talk about. Okay, what is that? We gotta talk about because we've been doing a great job of talking about uh, some shit about how to chase your dreams. Mm-hmm. What I've always, what I've wanted to do with this podcast is I wanted to be the nigga that's like how to chase the dreams while I'm chasing them. All right, there's niggas that talk talk to you about how to get girls while they getting them. Mm-hmm. Right, shout out to modern valor dating or whatever the fuck. It's the cringiest. It's thing the I've cr- ever it's seen the cringiest fucking group I've ever seen. If you're but like it's looking successful. for some entertainment though. Look it up. It's very entertaining, and uh, it's um, and I don't want to. I mean, I'm calling it cringy because not I'm not. Cringy. I'm calling it cringy because of the. I'm not calling it. I, I think that's one of the things where the dude who started it, or maybe the dudes who started it. I think they have good intentions. I think they're really trying to help. I mean, they're kind of misogynistic, but whatever. Sure. Okay, we'll get to that. But I think. M, you underestimate how terrifying it is to talk to girls. It's very terrifying, even even for even for cute niggas. 
without have, money. I have asked a guy out and he told me I have a girlfriend. I was like, damn, that sucks. I moved on with my life. It's not the worst thing. Shout out to the faithful niggas out here, bro. Cause uh Yeah, good for him. But but I'm just saying I've been turned down by openly going up to a guy and saying something to him. But and Emily, I've also for the went one up to time, a guy and said, Hey, here's my number. We hung out for the next six months. Emily, for the one guy that you turned down, you have turned down thousands of guys. I'm just saying it doesn't hurt Thousands. that bad. On your I'm way, on your hurt. way to Walgreens and back, you gonna turn down like what six I'm dudes. Is, is I wasn't gonna go uh, freak out about it. It's not gonna. It's not blow it's to my different ego. For, it's different for you. It's different for you because we have to do that. Although we have to just constantly hear no, no, I'm not interested. Fuck this nigga. Even when we swipe, this bitch don't like me. 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 Like it's like it's it, it is so it, it is cool that. There's a support group. I'm, I'm, I want to throw that out there. Like, there's, there's it's, it's kind of like a support group. Like, hey, once you get to the point where you're asking other guys about, maybe all the guys in this group don't know anything. You think about that? Why they are you do- all there? That's 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 the, the blind leading the blind. That's the point. Yeah, but sometimes it's cool <laughs> to be around other blind motherfuckers. Like, you can't see either. Cool. I, I know I'm good. I'm not the only one that, that yeah, can't see out trying, here. The point is to have a relationship or have sex with somebody and y'all aren't going to be doing that with each other. If it's just blind people, like actual blind people, they can communicate with each no. other in different ways. With them, there's no point to talking. There's no point. There are some motherfuckers other. in the group. They're like, that oh, are- this didn't work for me. This didn't work for me. Are you just going to exchange stories of what didn't work for you? Yeah, that 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 helps people. It's just, I don't know. It's it's just like anything. It's just like, like sometimes I should be helping helping motherfuckers. I I will say that there are some motherfuckers in the in the damn thread that's like uh, uh misogynistic. Hell yeah. There's been people that like post pictures of bitches like I was like I'm glad I turned this one down and it'd be some. Granted, the girl's not great looking, but it's like like come on, don't be a fucking dick. But but that's just they that's, view women as things to be conquered. Because you are. No, not. I conquered you like fucking Julius Caesar, bitch. Did I fucking you? yep. I fucking like came. Julius fucking I Caesar. saw Vici, whatever the fuck they, they say. I came, I saw, and I gave you the penis. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry, that was too far. That was too far. <laughs> that was very too. I was like, all right, not nah, but no. Nah, you don't conquer. They do see it. Some of them see it as motherfucker. That's the way. That's the vibe they give off. There's of. all. Is there's it's like a fucking weird game to them that, like, at the end of it, they feel like they're just like a better man for how many women they can fuck carelessly. Yeah, and, they, and, and then, I don't. And then I don't really. All, and then they all have a fucking jerk off between. Oh, this is. I know the most about. And women. I think that's the. I think that's the. I think that's, that's the, cringy. I think that's the nature you're, of you're starting. You're hesitant about saying it's cringy. It's fucking cringy. No, that I, I already said it was. What I'm saying is, I think the motherfuckers that started that shit had good intentions, but I think the nature of the internet, like, there's gonna be some motherfuckers on that bitch that's fucking. Oh, oh, yo! I had sex with seven women today. How was your day? You know, like you know, and it's just like, like nigga, fuck out of here with that shit. And then there's some people who are just like, what do you do when a girl says hi to you? And uh, I don't, I don't know what to do. That's what I'm saying. You these fucking (laughs) cocky piece of shit assholes leading these like insecure guys. It's like it's it's just a shit show. It really is. It's entertaining. Don't get me wrong. Like I love to to. 
getting girls is like comedy. There's there there ain't no formula to it, bro. You There's you just not. you just it's gotta just being, go out there and suck. The you, point, but the point isn't to just like get girls. Like if you do that, you're just kind of a shitty person. It's just like I don't know. I feel like if you wanna. The point is having connection with somebody. If the connection is just having sex, cool. But like, you should you. be explicit about that, and you be still be respectful and still have like care for that person as like a human it's being. Come with time. But, it doesn't but, mean that you have to only pursue relationships. But some of these but, niggas, some of these niggas probably in they they early to, to like low mid twenties, and they in that stage of their life where you know. The cool thing to do is to fuck a lot of bitches. I, I mean, I, I thought the same thing. Like, you fucking, I mean, after you get out of a relationship, then it's like, ooh, let me fuck everybody, motherfucker. Like, I'm going to come in yeah, this. Yeah, everybody a, has a whole face. Exactly. And these motherfuckers are trying to figure out their whole face because girls are terrifying to talk to. Why are we terrifying? There's ter- a beautiful girl is, ter- is, 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 is just like seeing, it's just like seeing a celebrity in public and you ask them for a picture and they're like, no pictures, please. You're going to be, you're going to be. Not devastated, but you're going to feel like a piece of shit. It's the same when you walk up on a beautiful girl and you're like, hey, uh, uh, my name's my name's Johnny and I really thought you were beautiful. And you're like, thanks, but I'm not, blah, blah, blah. Getting turned down doesn't feel good. And but, girls but that's do what I'm it just saying. all I just, the time. I just told you an example of how I got turned down and it was not traumatizing. Emily, I didn't feel like I needed a support group. Because, em, because Emily, if, if when it comes to you uh, getting hit on versus you hitting on somebody else, like your record, you make it you, your, your first round by fucking you are 1,001. The one didn't hurt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know why? Because you can ask his friend, hey, you want to fuck? Sure, nigga. Yes. <laughs> yes. Everyone's going to say yes. Yeah, that's the way things are, I guess. Yeah, that's what all I'm trying to say. You're you don't 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 sit here and say just because I got I got turned down, blah blah blah. You sound like the rich <laughs> people who are like, well, I had to uh I had to figure out how to fucking get it. Boss, so shut up, nigga. <laughs> you turned down one nigga, now you can relate to everybody. No, he turned me down. You know how many or he turned you down, now you can relate to everybody. You know how many girls I have been turned down by? Not many. So you don't even know the struggle. So you're a fucking no. fake. No, see, you're a fraud. see, see. Here's <laughs> you're how I'm to make them feel like. See, you're see, one of here's them. A, see. There's a way. See, I, here's how I was about to hit you. Here's how I, here I was about to hit you. You know, I ain't been turned down by many girls because when I see a girl that I like in public, I ain't about to say nothing to her because I'm, I'm I am scared for my life. You know what you do, which is actually smart, is I fuck you- the girls I work with. You go for girls <laughs> that you you have a friendship with or an interaction yes. with already. You don't go up to random girls on the street. I can't. No, hell no. I can't just cold call some pussy. Are you serious? That's that's if uh, the dudes that can pull it, the dudes that can do that are magicians. Absolutely, it's not that hard, huh? It 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 kind of is. No. I have I have I have done it once. I have I have been fucking bitches. I have I am a seasoned. I, like I'm almost at retirement. I'm I'm at retirement because we're dating. But like, but like, okay, what I'm saying and is, and your career, fucking bitches, you like, like you, 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 like, I don't know. Okay, let's just put it into terms that like restaurant terms, since we both worked in a restaurant. Like, I've had many guys like leave their number. I've called maybe three of them afterwards. It's dependent on a few things. One, obviously. What kind of tip they leave? What kind of tip they leave? Okay. Two, if they're cute, 
Because that's like the first initial thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, three is obviously personality. Like if we have a good connection. If they have all those, they leave me a good tip. They're cute. Like I think they're attractive. And like we have a really good conversation. I had like a connection with them. Sure, I'll call them back. If they're not those things, I'm not going to call them. So like. Whatever dude asks you for your number has been thinking about that for the last like hour that he's been like interacting or saw you. He's like, oh, should I just ask her? I don't know. Should I just leave it on a note? Maybe I should just ask her in person. She might be like, we're we're freaking out. Yeah, it's weird. You think they do that, but then it's shocking how many of them leave 5% tips. It's like, why would you think I would call See, you? Yeah, they're, they're stupid. Fucking idiot. But there's a rich nigga out there that could leave you a $1,000 tip and... You would you would at least save that nigga number. If I wasn't dating you, probably, and he was also cute and had a good personality. If he wasn't cute and didn't have a good personality, I would not be down right. for it. So you have to be attracted to them, and obviously they can't be a fucking piece of shit. It's a magical number of three things they have to have. So that's what I'm saying. It's like, like these guys who are getting turned down, like in some way, these girls are saying, like, I don't want. Like either you got to work on your personality. You got to work on taking care of yourself better or maybe they just don't like how you look in general, which is fine if someone doesn't like not everybody likes how everybody looks or you got to like make yourself like more of an asset to women. It's not all about that. But at the same time, you have to have something to offer t- to them. You not, know what I mean? not initially, you don't. I mean, you not can- initially, you just got to either either be cute or have a personality initially. Sure, that's, initially. that's like you, you, you. All you got make 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 the girl laugh. That's all. Figure out a way to make her laugh. Bomb some jokes. It's, it's literally exactly like doing comedy. If you, <laughs> you like you, you like you bomb with some bitches. You kill with some bitches. It's just it's just that's just how it go. The ones you kill with are the ones you're probably gonna you're probably gonna give you some pussy. Yeah, but if you never get on stage, you're just telling jokes in your bathroom. You're not gonna get anywhere. But if you y'all y'all, amen, Emily. If you don't tell, if you don't get on stage, you take all the classes, you can join the fucking support groups all you want. If you don't talk to that bitch, you ain't getting no pussy. Mm-hmm. Period, point blank, amen. That's not what I wanted to talk about. That's not what we wanted to talk about. <laughs> we, it turned into modern valor dating on the right of yeah, I don't want no beef with the nigga that started that shit. I do. Um, I want to get on his podcast and talk about it because yeah, because you're a girl and you that you see the messages because <laughs> uh, we share a Facebook account. But, <laughs> we don't um, share it. I just don't have one, but I go on your Facebook Marketplace all the time. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, what I did want to talk about is um, there's some things that uh, motherfuckers need to recognize when um they're i guess chasing a dream or whatever okay and that's um it's like how to know how to put it how to know that you don't want to do something as much as you thought you did right Mm -hmm. how to know that you don't want to do what you're doing like you thought you did. Okay. What does that mean? So like, for example, I, before comedy, um, was rapping. I was listening to some of my songs yesterday. I think people really didn't appreciate my music. So fuck all y'all niggas who didn't listen to my shit. But some of it was trash. You're kind of good lyrically. Though. A lot of it was trash. <laughs> you know? It was probably trash, okay? Cool. But 
Like, I always thought, like, like music was the thing. You know what I mean? Like, I thought... Uh, like I thought, I thought, I thought I wanted to just just do something musically, like you know, engineer, or produce, or even rap or whatever. And you get to doing it, and yeah, you don't like it like you thought you did. Like it was just like, oh, this shit kind of sucks. I don't really feel like working on this song for four hours, you know, just to post it, and it gets twelve listens. You know, I don't like. Listening to people take forty two thousand takes, B Johnson. You know what I mean? Like it's fucking. Do you think it's one of those things where it's either it's either like things seem different on the outside than they really are on the inside, and once you get to the inside, it's not the way you imagined I think it. That's, yeah. Or do you think there's also like a discipline thing because sometimes things you really like to do, you don't feel like doing them. Well. That's a great question, and I think there's going to be days in whatever you do that you ain't going to feel like doing it. Yeah. I don't think I don't think there's a person on planet Earth that every single waking day they're, like, fucking hopping out the bed, like, fucking Winnie the Pooh, like, fucking, oh, yeah, because, today because is my day, reality, oh, cool. Because in reality, a lot of the the finished product or the end result, there are hours and hours of monotonous, monotonous, boring, work boring tedious it. work. Everybody like the NFL, like is 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 it's like it's practice most of the time though. It's it's, it's more time and practice. There's more practice in film watching than there is this playing two piano. hour game that you play playing, playing piano. Playing any instrument, ninety nine percent practice. Yeah, you're and, pretty much all practicing and. And it's the yeah, yeah exactly, and finding the thing that you want to do where you fall in love with practicing, yeah, I think it's hard to find. I think, and I thought music was that thing. I do enjoy practicing music, but not to the point that you got to be like somewhat that you can be successful at it. Mm-hmm. Not even close. Like you got to be. Like everything that I like, disciplinary, like force myself to do. I just felt like that was just what I was supposed to do, not because I really woke up and wanted to do that shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like with comedy, like going to mics is part of practicing. That shit is fun. Like I, like, like I feel lost without these mics. Like it's like this. This is this is this is great. You're 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 finding. You're trying to find as many mics to go to. You fall in love with practicing. Mm-hmm. These niggas playing football right now. Some of them motherfuckers love football to the point. Like yes, I can watch ten hours of film. I can I can you know I can practice four times a day and lift. Wake up at five. Go to bed at five. And fucking all I did was football today. And some people that live for that shit bro mm-hmm. and like I think one of the ways how you could recognize that you don't want to you know do what you're doing like you thought you did is just like how much off time do you spend doing that shit but at the same time like I think some people are more naturally built to be like find the thing they're like obsessed with 
Whereas, like, I feel like some people have more of an issue of, like, sticking to something. Like, I feel like it's almost a question of, like, how do you know when to stick to something? I think... And when do you know when so, it's time to, to move somewhere else? So, I, I've always thought with, like... This is how I decide I want to do music. Is how do you know when to stick to something? What do you spend your free time doing? Like, when... When you when you get off of work, when you or you know you finish your homework, whatever the fuck, like what do you spend most of your time doing? Like what do you when you when you just have a day, like like shut down, like shut down, no school, no blah blah blah, no nothing. You got a free day, blah blah blah. What are you gonna spend your time doing? And I think whatever that is is what people truly love to do, and I don't think it'll be. I don't hard. know if that's even necessarily true though. You don't think that's true? In the sense that like. This is the first time, like, I've ever worked, like, a full-time, 40-hour-a-week, 9-to-5 job. And, like, on my off days, I'm, like, running errands. That's, Th- like that's not free time, though, I guess. Okay. That's, like, that's like okay. I guess, like, I'm not talking I guess about, like, like you're saying outside ga- I'm talking about, yeah, I'm just talking about outside of your job. When you, like, got, when you, when you sit down and you got, you, got, you, got a, you got a whole week at your career, nothing mm-hmm. to do, blah, blah, blah. Like, like, what are you gonna spend it doing? What would you? What would you? What would be the first thing you would spend your time doing? Some niggas is playing video games. Some people is drawing. I, I might make a beat or go or uh, or or blah 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 or do a podcast. I love podcasting. This is this is an aspect of comedy I didn't realize I liked so much. Podcasting. Podcasting is the fucking goat. Like, you, love, you love doing podcasts and listening to podcasts. Yeah, so I listen to, and uh, yeah, I like it. And how cool it'd be to make a living doing this, mm-hmm. just talking to my girlfriend for, you know, an hour or two. Mm-hmm. But, but that's, I don't know. I feel like that's the way you could recognize like, but how much you love doing something. But do you also like? I feel like some things are like meant to be hobbies, and like doing. Like I feel like. Uh, something that I struggle with sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes is like doing things just for the sheer enjoyment of it in the sense that like, I feel like we're so like conditioned to like, if you like something, make money from it, make a career from it, blah, blah, blah. If you're not making money from it, what's the point? Mm -hmm. And like, we lose sense. Like, but like the playfulness of like, just doing something because you enjoy it. Like, I feel like not everything you're just spending your free time doing is meant to be your career at the same time. You know what I mean? Like, there's some things that I do to just, like, like when I started playing piano this year, like, sometimes I do that just to unwind or, like, reading a book. Like, just because you like to read doesn't mean that's going to be your career. But I don't feel like you, you, you spend most of your time doing that shit. But at the same time, you kind of just you kind of just fucking bullshit on like you just get off and you kind of you know you, you play but I it. I do that because I'm trying blah, blah, to focus blah. on my portfolio, which I guess that's the other thing. Yeah, that's that's what I'm that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying is like you you do have another thing where it's like this is what I really love to do and want to do. Blah blah blah. I enjoy doing this shit. Yeah. Whereas. But whereas the piano is just like, oh, this is this is this is fun. But yeah. like, you don't you don't put no, like, yeah. I, I mean, I guess we're saying but, okay, the same you're thing. Saying, but you're saying like, how do you know that what you're doing is what you like? Is something you don't want to do. So it's like, you went through that when you were like working your, your corporate job. Yeah. How did you know that that was like not the right path for you? Because I couldn't wait to stop doing it. 
Like I fucking I Did you go into it thinking I don't pick, that I don't I don't That was like what you wanted? Or did you go into it think oh kind of like uh and... I kind of went into it thinking like fucking uh uh I knew this I like I didn't know if that was what I wanted to do with my life but I I felt like I should like like it's good on paper. It's good on paper and like you know if I put a little effort in it I'll be successful. Money the money was cool like but yeah it it like if you in it and you just sitting there you finding ways to not you want you like you know you finding ways to not do this shit. Mm-hmm. You don't really give a fuck about whether you're successful at it or not. You know, you just kind of. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna get this little clock check. in, clock out. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> gonna get the little check and get get the fuck on. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I think you know, I think you should figure out what what it is that you really like doing that gets you like excited that like if you had a day off you know what i mean would you would you be doing this thing would you be would shit nigga would you fucking be decorating the house or something i don't know mm-hmm. what's some what's some obscure shit what 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 do what, what what do people like to do other than i don't know if i'm even making sense i mean i get what you're saying though it's like it's like there are things that people do like outs i feel like the the struggle like not everybody is meant to be a creative or an artist or somebody who's a business owner like that's That's not everybody's path in life and that's fine but at the same time when you you either have to work a job that is not what you really want to be doing or that's just what you do is you work a job that's you know you don't really want to be those things i feel like a lot of people have their job that they go to to make money and then their life outside of it which is there's no problem with having a distinction between those things but i feel like for a lot of people your job is just a thing you do for 40 hours a week to to pay the bills it's not like a thing you enjoy or like i think there's people out there that there are people that love their job but i feel like most people i talk to they're like yeah i work it's like just ask yourself like if you could make a living doing like any of the 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 things that you do in your life, like which ones would it be? Would it be your job? Would it be, you know, uh, playing video games? Would it be fucking uh, walking niggas' dogs? I don't know. Like for whatever you passionate, like, like I think some people lie to themselves about what they passionate about. I think that I think I did that with music a little bit. Why do you think that that was like? You you thought that was what you wanted, but what like took you uh, be, the the practice of it? Like you were, like you were talking about earlier, yeah, like like, like to 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 you know get other to work with other rappers, um, you know, and that was kind of a pain in the ass even finding them, and then uh, everybody kind of want to start their own shit. Nobody kind of wants to collab. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody wants to be all oh, starting this, and then this other nigga starting that, and then you know, people will come and record, and it would be hours and hours and hours of very tedious work for very little payoff. Um, you know, that's that's short to say. Like most niggas ain't really even that serious about it for real. It just seems like it's a real easy thing to do. It's just like it's just like comedy. It seems real easy until you actually got to try to make money from it. Mm-hmm. And like, 
and like people a lot of people say and 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 I'm guilty of it too kind of like <laughs> people kind of get to shit when they get to it you know like it's just I don't know it was just it was just it, it, it was just a lot of toiling for very little payoff and that wasn't fun to me and listening to a song on repeat for six hours is not fun at all. Mm-hmm. It seemed cool in the in the music videos and shit, but but like when them niggas is actually in the studio listening to a song over and over and over. Let me do this part this way and over and over and over. All right, well we come back next week and we'll work on it again. And then two weeks later, over and over and over and over. Even your own songs, over and over. And I, and I wrote the song. It took me four hours to write this bitch. Now you hate it. Now I now I hate <laughs> this song. And I and you lose confidence in the song because I don't. I it took me four hours to listen to this beat. Over and over and over. I finally wrote the song. Now I got to record it over and over and over and over. And then now I got to play it for niggas over and over. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like it just, I just didn't, I didn't like it. I feel like, uh, even though you say like you didn't like it, I feel like you still use like your knowledge from music a lot. Like you still make beats as like an exercise yeah. to like warm up. It's come in handy a lot of times for comedy and like you make songs mm-hmm. here and there it's for fun friends. To, it's fun to do. It's, it's, it's fun to do in spurts. But that's but, but that's what I'm saying is like I like I had to stop telling myself because I went through a period where I was like I was figuring out like what I wanted to do and I still like am finding that path but every step of the way I'm like a little bit more sure. But at the same time, like instead of saying, Oh, this isn't what I want to do anymore, I have to completely abandon it. Yeah. Like I all the things that I've done in my life, like they're all different things. Like they've all given me some type of like experience and knowledge and yeah. I've grown from it. So it's like if I if I decide that I want to go in a different direction, it's not going to be like a wildly different direction because I've like kind of solidified like the area I want to stay in. But like, yeah. but like, you know what I mean. So I it's a, like, yeah, I you want to do entertainment and you're doing comedy, but like your music background helps you a lot still. Sure, you know. And I have a question for you, and I hope I remember that answer. But my question to you is this hmm. um see i knew i forgot it you're watching fucking football. no i'm not watching football uh hold on i remember this what was the fucking question god damn it <coughs> it was a response to what you just fucking said i gotta mark this so i can uh cut it out what the fuck was i about to ask you say what you're just saying again and we can finish up. How your music helps you in where you're at now with comedy and every experience. Built <gasps> oh, yeah. So do you think it's better to um, have the mindset of um, like, what do you think is more of a productive mindset? Like kind of being like, okay, this is what I love to do and I need to figure out how to make Go living from it, blah 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 blah. Or do you think it's a better mindset to just be like, I love doing this. I spend a lot of time on it, and whatever happens, happens. I mean, I think if you know what you want, you should figure out how to frame your life around that. That's like the whole point of everything. But at the same time, like while you can you can be busting your ass you know making something happen at the end of the day opportunities are opportunities and like the most you can do is like 
be ready for them. So in the sense of like, so who do you think is better off, the person who framed their whole life or the person who I think been you're doing still, it? I think you're still ho- framing your whole life if you're like, I think it's it's not that you're like doing less work in the way I'm interpreting it. It's not like one person's doing less work than the other. Mm-hmm. It's just that one person is more aggressive about like, uh, like everything is about that. You will you will sacrifice every single thing. Versus the other person is like, I'm going to, I'm going to keep doing my work, you know, more consistently and whatever. But, you know, when the opportunity is there, it's there. Like, it's just, I don't, I think it's, do you I think don't, it's a bit, so that's what I'm asking. Yeah, so but there are you, so many people you see that are like trying to sell you their fucking mixtape on the street and like they've been doing it for 20 years and nothing's yeah. happened. And it's like, it's not like they're not out putting their stuff out there. So you think that would be better if they were, were just like, you know, I just kind of make money. I just kind of make think music. And, you know, and, you know, I'll tell my friends about it and I'll pass them out every now and then. I don't think that's then, what but... I'm saying either. I'm just saying I think that like the, the most important thing is to make sure that you're doing what it takes to be where you want to be and you're ready for an opportunity. And that like you're looking for the opportunities. Whether you're like have a more aggressive style or whether you kind of like you know see you float a little more like I don't I don't know if that's necessarily like one's gonna be more successful than the other because I think like maybe a person is less aggressive about how they approach opportunities but they happen to know the right person or the opportunity falls it's not like they had the right path and someone else didn't it's just like there isn't really like a a predefined right way to do things it is a lot of luck too you know what I mean that's so true. like if if being somebody who is like if if taking your work for the approach of like i'm gonna work on my work and it's gonna be consistent and you know whatever happens happens if that's like a way that you feel it's a healthy workflow for you then i think that's fine but if you feel like you're doing more and you feel more fulfilled by like going out and chasing after it and like you know fucking like bussing like yeah if that's what makes you feel good it makes you feel like energized and like do that but like not everybody's work styles are the same and even if even if you have a certain work style, it doesn't even necessarily mean that that's going to be better off for you. But you should still obviously like like that's having having a sure. having like a framework of like looking for opportunities is important either way. What are you saying? No, it's just something I struggle with. Kind of still is like we kind of talked about it. Shout out to big time garbage, um, but we kind of talked about it. Um, it's like I, I kind of struggle with that whole like, oh, I got to get up at seven and I got to fucking blah, blah, blah. Like like having to like force this um like work routine, work regimen on myself. Like I feel terrible when I wake up at like 11 or some shit, even though I got all day. Like like if I like if I started at 11, if I started at one and I was done by 11 or 10. Like, did I really waste my day? Even though they always say, oh, you should get up at five and blah, 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 blah. Like, like that's kind of something I've been struggling with lately. Like, you know, just, you know, just the discipline of getting up at like six or, you know, I don't know. It's, it's hard it's, to it's like. Hard, it's, it's hard to force myself to, to, to do work that I don't got to do. And it's also hard to like not like. This has been something that's happened since I like went to architecture school and I feel it all the time now since I'm like out of school <laughs> and working in a job that's like not in my field. It's like I feel guilty all the time for anything I'm doing that's not that. Yeah. And it almost it almost like 
it almost makes it harder to do work. Yeah, and I don't know which mindset's better. Because I feel guilty better. about yeah. it. And so it's like, if I just look at it as like, okay, when I when I get it, I'll, you know, make it a priority. I'll make an effort. I'm going to just enjoy it and take my time mm-hmm. with it. I genuinely enjoy myself more and I get more done. But if I like, am always feeling like, oh my God, I, I'm not working. I have all these things to do. And blah, yeah. Like, it's like, it makes it so I actually never do it. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? That's what, that's, that's, that's. That's pretty much what I'm asking you. That's what I'm be struggling with. What's, which mindset? Some people is work better. with that though. Which mindset is better? Like, like I'm gonna be depressed if I am fucking toiling every single second of my life doing this, or I'm gonna kind of be depressed if I say, "Oh, I can do this whenever I want," and then I'm watching fucking I'm watching Sister Sister, and it's like I probably should be working on something right now. Right. You but know, it's like, what is what is a healthier? What is healthier mindset? What do you think is healthier? I or been, healthy? What like which like you could always say like balance, but like if you had to lean. But it's honestly balance is harder than it sounds to be. Yeah, balance honest. is really hard. Yeah, balance is like working on things a lot more than you think they are. You know yeah, I mean? balance is hard. Like 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 doing shit in moderation is hard. It's That's fuck. What, honestly, I think. <laughs> Hot take. I think moderation is harder than either one. Like, for example, if you're on oh, a diet, yeah, absolutely. Like, okay, like let's just use this as an, ex- as an example. If I bring Oreos into my house, I'm going to eat them. Yeah. Even if I tell myself you're only going to eat two, I'm eating the whole row. It's way easier <laughs> so to it's finish like... that Oreo than to say I'm only going to have four, so and then I'm not going to have any until Wednesday. And it, like... so for me, it's better for me to say, you know what, I'm eating these fucking Oreos tonight, and I'm going to enjoy it, mm-hmm. or for me to say I'm not having any. But if I if I tell but both, myself, but both make you depressed. No, they don't. No, if I'm I, saying I'm saying some people. It's like, oh, I ate a whole box no, of Oreos. No, like no, 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 or no, no. I don't have no, Oreos. What makes you depressed is you saying I'm only going to eat two and you eat the whole row. That's what makes you depressed. Facts, okay. If you say I'm going to eat the whole row and I'm going to fucking enjoy these goddamn Oreos, you're going to feel great about eating it. Or if you say, you know what, I'm not going to have the Oreos today. You're going to say, wow, I'm proud of myself for not eating the Oreos. What happens is when you tell yourself you're going to do moderation, you don't do it because it's not, it's hard. Moderation is the hardest thing. Moderation is hard. That's why I have a drinking problem. That if, <laughs> if it's here, you're going to drink it. If if there are if there are sweets in the house, I'm going to eat them. I if don't have self-control. If there's alcohol in the house, I'm going to drink it unless it's wine. So it's like, so it's like, for, I don't know, for me, like the moderation thing, it's like, like I've been trying to I take moderation is harder. Like yeah, for me, yeah. my two priorities, like after I get off work every day at four thirty, is like I want to work out and I want to work on my portfolio. Mm-hmm. But what I've been finding is like I usually only do one. The one that I start with is the one that I do. So now my approach is to be like, okay, I'm gonna do workout one day then the portfolio then work mm-hmm. out in the portfolio so i'm only doing one that's my only obligation i can just focus on it instead of feeling like oh i have to do this and i have to be done at this time frame and i don't really get a good one of either one of them like a good time in so it's like you just have to figure out like how it works for you and this might not be the best like some people might be great at moderation for me like that doesn't work because it stresses me out because i'm like okay i only have one hour for this and i have one hour for this and then you break down your time and it's like 30 minutes for everything that you want to do in a day and it's like what's the point of me doing everything for 30 minutes it's like you're frantically running around sometimes i like to trick myself into thinking that like 
like some of the stretches that I go on like equals out to moderation. So what yeah. I mean is like I'll hit like a week or two stretch where it's like I'm working out all the fucking time. Blah, 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 blah. And then there's that stretch where I'm like I almost never work out or I fucking do little workouts. And I like to think that like the addition, like if you took the, took the average <laughs> of it and this, this could be true, it might not be, but like, Sometimes I like to think that maybe that's my moderation. It makes I don't know. Maybe it just makes me feel better. I think that is fine. As too. opposed to just being like I'm gonna go this hard at this time all the time, Monday through it's, Sunday. It's like whatever works for you. I just find that I have so many things that I want to do in a day. Like I want to work out. I want to read. I want to play the piano. I want to work on my portfolio. I want to mm-hmm. uh, do all these. I have like five things I want to do every single day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So if I break down the five hours that I have, and, you know, and I eat, like I said, I only have like 30 minutes to do each one. And to me, that's not enough. So I have to like cut down what I do in a day to give each one more time. Because then I feel like I do more if I have more time. Sure. To do it. I don't know. It's whatever works for you. But, but. I think that's the harder part is figuring out like what it's, it's not even necessarily like, do I want to do this or do I not? It's like figuring, like working with your own, uh, natural instinct of how to work with things. Like if you procrastinate on things, like we Mm -hmm. said too, like, uh, this is something you and I have like talked about is like, if I am going to procrastinate with something, it's going to be something else on that daily list of things I want to do. Like if I say, you know what, I'm supposed to work on my portfolio, but I spend the time playing piano. I don't feel that bad about yeah, it. Yeah. Cause it's like, I'm procrastinating I'm, I'm doing by doing something else I like yeah, to do. Uh-huh, you know what yeah. I mean? So you don't feel like you totally wasted it. Right. But, you know. Like, well, at least I did that, but. Well, uh, I think we solved it. <laughs> We didn't solve shit. We didn't solve a damn thing <laughs> because we are still sitting here in the in the clo- in the fancy closet. Mm-hmm. And uh, but you know what? It feels good. Yeah. It feels good to go um, after drink. It gives you purpose in life. I am kind of pissed that I have to have purpose in my life. Yeah, it'd be really easy to just clock in and clock out, and that would be enough. <laughs> I hate having purpose, bro. It's the having purpose sucks. It's the reason why niggas is depressed and anxious is because we feel like we have to have this fucking purpose or whatever. Like I, like, like Charlie don't have no purpose. You just gotta be cute and you just gotta be cute and cuddly and and <laughs> not pee on the carpets. You gotta you got a, a small set of rules and you can live the life you want to live. You DC lays around all day and I feel like he's content with that. I would love to have a life like that where it just says, this is all like cool, nigga. Mm-hmm. I just sit here and just exist until I die, you know? But unfortunately, <sighs> that's not how it's built. And it's not how it's programmed. And we got to get this ride along shit off the ground because that's just how it's got to be. And that's how it's going to be. And that's what we will do. Manifest that, baby. You got to speak it into existence. (laughs) Because I've never spoken anything in existence that makes me successful. You said that's what we are doing. Mm -hmm. That's what we are doing. I want to, we'll talk about that next podcast about how I think speaking shit into existence is the dumbest fucking statement. I I have something to say, and I contradict that. 
All right, we'll find out, find we'll out on the next episode. Week. Next episode of and the I Ride have, Along podcast. I have factual evidence. I'm sure I have factual evidence of people who spoke something into existence. Well, I'm talking about. I'm, talking, I'm specifically talking about writing. But I have, I have right, factual. Evidence. All right, we'll talk about that here. Let me make a note of that. Um, we're going to talk about that on the next podcast. Thank you all, 42 of y'all, for listening to this. This has been a Ride Along podcast. You know who about to sing a song at the end. Uh, sorry for the technical difficulties. Make sure y'all make a donation at some point. Uh, this was a long one, but it was a good one. Fuck y'all niggas, but I love you at the same time. LOML, Emily Cole, thank you, as always. Okay, love you, bye. Love you, bye. This for them babies in the back, show me love We been getting wavy, it's almost time for the flood They just want the bangers and the hits and the cuffs Niggas getting shiesty cause it's hard growing up Gotta keep the day once in tune, that's who I trust Wherever I'm lacking, one of my niggas pick me up We keep that pack, keep some to spark, know that's a must Keep some on ice, keep some to sip slow, ain't no rush It ain't no rush, it ain't no rush Chillin' with Benji, count on. Yeah, money mission, let's get it. Let me know if you with it. I'm trying. Hit me a ticket and go and flex on some bitches. My heart cold is December. Matter of fact, cold is a blizzard. Put the ice in the blender, fruit smoothie, chillin' on bitches. I'm in the stew with my niggas, smoking weed, drinking liquor. I bet my vision still clearer than most of these sober niggas. Yeah, crib on the way, whip on the way, pay on the way, get money every day. World class cooking ice, hit the runway taking flight, gone out of here. Hit the stratosphere, flyer in the clouds, smoking on the loud. Russian cream is auto, baby, that's the model. Need a model and a bottle, going full throttle. To the money, break a nigga spirit, I don't wanna hear it, uh. Gotta doing tricks, disappearing, reappearing. When I'm lit behind the wheel, hope I keep steady staring. It's that dirty vision, it's that 2020 blurry vision. This that champagne to my section, keep them bitches wishing If I can't get no money with you, baby, I can keep you Gang This for them babies in the back, show me love We been getting wavy, it's almost time for the flood They just want the bangers and the hits and the cuss Niggas getting shiesty cause it's hard growing up Gotta keep the day ones in tune, that's who I trust Wherever I'm lacking, one of my niggas pick me up We keep that pack, keep some to spark, know that's a must Keep some on ice, keep some to sip slow, ain't no rush It ain't no rush, it ain't no rush Open your eyes, yeah Wake up, this ain't no disguise This the rise of the guys, I advise you to slide Places where you ain't residing, new vibes on the horizon. Open mind, I ain't doubting, doubting, I'm doubting. Uh, different perspectives, consider now we improvising. This shit could get reckless, but I'ma risk it to survive. Cause I will suffocate, waiting around for different signs. The biggest breath of fresh is when I fail, but don't resign. I give in to the tougher times. Cause we drawing a line in the sand, pick a side, can't stand. All the lies, all the men, we get fried in advance. In world class and
possession He bringing out the fuck within The function might not ever end Throw bands and she dancing Got we staring at her stances Them cheeks need more than glances This week she gon' let me thrash it I'm daring her to try me Don't compare me to your man Shit, my niggas don't need Addy Off the strength we getting in for them babies in the back Show me love We been getting wavy It's almost time for the flood they just want the bangers and the hits and the cuts uh, Niggas getting shites because it's hard growing up Gotta keep the day ones in tune, that's who I trust Wherever I'm lacking, one of my niggas pick me up We keep that pack, keep some to spark, no, that's a must uh, Keep some on ice, keep some to sip slow, ain't no rush It ain't no rush, it ain't no rush Nigga, ain't no